0: the church defined a sharing community Acts chapter 4 and verse 32 The whole group of believers lived in harmony. No one called any of his possessions his own. Instead, they shared everything. Something spectacular happened in the early church to the multitude of people who got converted by the apostles' preaching. In one accord, they gave up what was rightfully theirs, had everything in common, sold their properties, land and houses, laid the proceeds at the apostles' feet, and there was no one in the church who lacked anything. No wonder then that there was great power when the apostles witnessed about the resurrection of Jesus and God's tremendous grace rested on all of them. Acts chapter 4 verses 32 to 35. In the book of Acts, there is a special mention of Barnabas, who made donation by selling the land he owned, Dorcas, who was always doing good and helping the poor, Cornelius, a centurion whose almsgiving had come up as a memorial to God, and Lydia, a seller of purple, who opened up her home to the apostles. When Paul and Barnabas were commissioned by the apostles to the ministry among the Gentiles, This was what they requested Paul to do. In Galatians chapter 2 and verse 10, Paul says, They desired only that we should remember the poor, the very thing which I also was eager to do. Jesus' reminder to his disciples in Matthew chapter 26 and verse 11 still holds good for us today, that we will always have the poor amongst us. We should therefore look out for opportunities to extend help to those in need. However, Jesus also taught that our giving should be in secret with no announcements whatsoever. Matthew chapter 6 verses 1 to 4 And that when we give to the poor, we are assured of storing up for ourselves eternal treasures in heaven. Luke chapter 12 and verse 33. As a community of believers, our generosity should not be seasonal, but rather a benevolence that is practiced all through the year. In a crucial time such as this, where there are so many individuals and families around us struggling financially, unable to meet basic needs, we are called to step in to make a difference. Some may argue that this is the responsibility of the government while others might think it would suffice to merely pray. 1st John chapter 3 verses 17 to 18 teaches us. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. If every family in the church identified a few needy families and extended help in whatever way possible, that would be a huge witness and a practical demonstration of God's love. Here's God's word to us from Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 16. And don't forget to do good and to share with those in need. These are the sacrifices that please God. Not sure who said this, but it's a beautiful quote. When God blesses you financially, don't raise your standard of living, raise your standard of giving.